Hello everyone, welcome to the new season of Keeping Up With Mrs. Kelly. This season's theme is What I Stand For. In the first episode, Mrs. Kelly talks about how she stands for a lot of things, but most of all, seeing people is the key to shaping the school and our culture. Here she describes how and why seeing people is crucial in her eyes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another season of Keeping Up with Mrs. Kelly. This is season four, and I know that it's been a while since we have released anything, and I guess there are two reasons for that. The first is I really needed to dive into other podcasts and to get inspiration and to learn things. I jumped into this whole podcast thing at the beginning of a pandemic and really did not take any time to do any research myself or really put any thought into it at all. And it's been really fun, but I could understand that there was a lot that I needed to learn. And the second reason was I'm tired. (laughs) It's the 14th month of a pandemic and I needed a chance to rest as much as one can rest in this in this job, but also just to collect my thoughts and to as I said, get inspiration and to be able to come up with wonderful things to talk about, not just to fill your time, but to really hopefully inspire you, motivate you, and teach you. So this season is what I stand for, and I'm very excited about it because I'm going to be meeting with lots of interesting people to hear about what they stand for and how what they stand for is shaping our school and our community. I got this idea in a random conversation with a parent once who thought that some of my ideas were a bit unconventional. And he asked, why do you do that? I've never seen that before. And it made me realize that so many of the things that all of us do every day maybe aren't understood by others. Maybe they're not even recognized by others. And my job as a principal is to deal with a lot of the problems that pop up. But since I work with 573 students, 60 staff, a few thousand parents, I also get to see a lot of the good things that are happening. A lot of the things that people are doing behind the scenes to contribute positively to the school or society. But not everyone gets the luxury of seeing those things. So this season, join me as I speak to some people you know very well, and some you might not know at all, about what they stand for. And obviously, I can't properly begin this season without being open with you about myself and what I stand for. I've been told that I'm not a normal principal. Even some of my principal colleagues tell me this. So what makes me different? What is it that I really stand for? And actually, it it took a bit for me to decide on what to talk about. Because yes, of course, I stand for our four core values. But what did I actually build this school on? What helped me shape it from a hole in the ground to this wonderful place of learning and socialization. What makes it different than other schools? I realize that what I stand for is seeing people, like really seeing people. And this has been described by others as me being too involved or too hands-on or caring too much, but it's all about my mission to make sure everyone is seen. And it also caused me to reflect on why that's been so important. Why do I really care if everyone is seen? Um, Technically, so far, what I have seen in the school law, there is no real law stating that the principal must make sure that everyone is seen. Obviously, we're taking care of everyone's education and making sure that everyone, you know, is developing as much as possible. But this being seenness thing is bigger than that. It's about noticing when someone is a bit off. I've actually noticed this with parents. I haven't told 
you this, parents. But sometimes I can notice when it's really tough for you as well through your windshield when you drop your kid off in the morning. I've said this a few times to some of the colleagues on the leadership team. Like, I think our parents are struggling right now. Some of them don't look like they're doing so well. I see that. I see when our students walk into school and they're not feeling okay. They're a bit off. I can see it in my colleagues at school. If a teacher is walking in a certain way or talks in a certain way, and it's actually really, really difficult to have this as a focus, to have this as what I stand for, because it's really tiring to see all of these things. It's so much easier to close my door and to focus on the administrative tasks and to look at my schedule and just do the things that I have to do on my to-do list. The seeing people takes a lot of time, and because it's people, it also takes a lot of energy. And it would be easier for me to walk by and not see these things. But when I reflected on why do I do this? Why do I put myself through these things? Why can't I be somebody who shuts off and, you know, kind of puts blinders on and just walks down the hallway without noticing that tiny expression that indicates someone is off? And it goes back, I think, to when I was growing up. I've shared this with some people, but I was very much, I felt very invisible as, as a student. I did what I was supposed to Um, I didn't create any problems. I didn't stand out really in any way. I was just really, really, I guess, what you would call law gum. I was very mediocre. I did well in in school, but it wasn't because I was really smart. It was because I worked really, really, really hard. But I just kind of felt invisible. And when I got into seventh grade, I had the most incredible teacher who was also my basketball coach, who was also my track coach, who was also my cross-country running coach. It was a small, small town. But he saw me, and it was so cool to have somebody recognize things that I did and to see things that I did as special. And it made me start thinking that, hey, maybe I am this person that this teacher sees. He saw, and this is a bit cheesy, but he saw the good in me, that I hadn't really thought of as special. He saw my hard work. He saw my dedication. He always encouraged that. He praised me for those things. When I ran a really good race, he remembered my time. He remembered really specific details. And to me, I know he was really good with numbers, so he remembered that about a lot of people. But he always took the time to talk to me about it. And I think it's part of the reason why I became so in love with running, because It became such a positive place in my life where I could be recognized for things and even if I didn't win the race that day, my hard work was recognized and seen by by that coach, by that teacher. When I got into university, it was obviously a little bit bigger. I had new professors who didn't know me, who didn't know my, my family, who I hadn't been with in the same city for all of my life. And I felt, again, a little bit invisible. Because as I've said so many times, I'm not naturally intelligent. I'm not standing out in any way, really. But I worked hard, as always. And I had another professor who saw me. And she and I are still in contact today. Wendy, you are the reason that I am here in Sweden 
today, one of the main reasons you saw something in me. So Wendy was one of my education professors and she was somebody who made me realize that I could be a good teacher. I knew that I could be a teacher. I wasn't super confident in myself in front of a classroom of 25 or 30 kids. I thought I would be okay, but I never saw myself as being great. And Wendy did. She saw all of these little things and she told me about them and she she made me like shiny, if that makes sense. She made it so that I, I don't know, I felt like I was really good at certain things and that I would be a good teacher and not just okay. And all of those little things that she saw really helped me to see those myself and to use those myself in the classroom, to, to use the strengths that she saw and to build on those. And also just the fact that she saw and remembered all the little things. And it's really funny. So I always talk about how important it is for me to know every one's name. And I love it when I can know not only the the students' names, but also maybe one of their parents' names or both of their their parents' names, maybe a sibling's name, maybe even the grandma or the grandpa's name. I love those kind of things. And I think it's because for me, it's always been a sign of someone seeing me. When I was important enough to have somebody remember something about me. And with Wendy, it wasn't just about remembering my name, even though she had hundreds, thousands of students before me and thousands of students after me, she still remembers me, not only my name, but specific, specific details. And it's funny because just two weeks ago, she asked if I would digitally present to one of her classes in Minnesota, one of her college classes. And of course I said yes, because I love talking. I love IES and I love Wendy. So I joined digitally and she started with this rapid fire question round for me to help her students get to know me, but she used specific details about me. Like not just obvious things that that other people know about, like I love to wear high heels or I run a lot. Like super specific things about what kind of apple I used to eat. And it was a detail that I had even forgotten. And I loved that. It made me feel so seen and so important that somebody saw this in me and remembered it, that I am important enough to be remembered, I guess. And I think those two people really helped shape who I am as, obviously, as a teacher, but also as a leader, that I want people to feel seen and, and really seen for who they are and what their talents are and what they bring. And as I said, it's, it's been really hard to do that. Uh, it gets overwhelming sometimes because there are so many of you and everyone wants time and everyone has different needs. And I have these, all, these other pressures pulling me like... <laughs> I have my principal education and I have financial things to do and I have things to do with Huvudmanen and the commune and all of these other obligations that will never go away because it's my job as a principal to deal with them. But at the same time, how can I do all of those things and see people? And it has, especially in the pandemic, been like almost impossible to balance all of those and to stay okay. But I'm always going to do it because I think about myself and where I would be if nobody had really seen me 
if that teacher and coach in middle school and high school had not seen me in that way, if my professor, Wendy, hadn't seen me as special, I don't know if I would be here. I certainly don't think I would be leading a school. And then I think, all right, if I can help somebody experience even a fraction of what these people helped me experience, that's enough. And also seeing people really gives me a lot back. It's, as I said, exhausting to try to to build these relationships and to make these connections all the time. It's really, really tiring. But it's also so amazing to be able to have these interactions that are not just me, I don't know, saying hi in the hallway and not knowing a person's name. Or to to never be able to have that interaction with a kid of hey, I know you were stressed about your math test. How did it end up? Or I hear you were playing football over the weekend. Did your team win? Those kinds of things, even though they're very, very basic, those are just a couple examples of things that help give me energy and help me feel like, yes, this is what I stand for. And this is what I want my teachers and my staff to stand for. And I've been very open with how I want to structure this school going forward and that we will stay a size where we can continue to see people. I do not want to have a school where I just see a bunch of students and don't know who they are, or to have staff that I rarely interact with. That's not what I'm good at and that's not what I stand for. Making sure that people are seen, you, whether you're a student or a staff member or a parent dropping your kid off in the morning, Making sure that you are seen is what I stand for. What do you stand for? Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a comment, and share the show.